0: Once again, we counted a privilege to welcome you to another broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, presenting a series of studies on the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy this devotional thought from the pen of C.H. Spurgeon, as found in his collection called Morning and Evening. This morning's text comes from First Samuel chapter 7 and verse 12. Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. The word hitherto seems like a hand pointing in the direction of the past. Twenty years or seventy, and yet hitherto the Lord hath helped. Through poverty, through wealth, through sickness, through health, at home, abroad, on the land, on the sea, in honour, in dishonour, in perplexity, in joy, in trial, in triumph, in prayer, in temptation, hitherto hath the Lord helped us. We delight to look down a long avenue of trees. It is delightful to gaze from end to end of the long vista, a sort of verdant temple with its branching pillars and its arches of leaves. Even so look down the long aisles of your years, at the green boughs of mercy overhead. The strong pillars of loving kindness and faithfulness Which bear up your joys. Are there no birds in yonder branches singing? Surely there must be many. And they all sing of mercy received hitherto. But the word also points forward. For when a man gets up to a certain mark And writes hitherto, He is not yet at the end. There is still a distance to be traversed. More trials, more joys, More temptations, more triumphs, more prayers, more answers, more toils, more strength, more fights, more victories, and then come sickness, old age, disease, death. Is it over now? No, there is more yet. Awakening in Jesus' likeness, thrones, harps, songs, psalms, white raiment, the face of Jesus, THE SOCIETY OF SAINTS, THE GLORY OF GOD, THE FULLNESS OF ETERNITY, THE INFINITY OF BLISS. O, BE OF GOOD COURAGE, BELIEVER, AND WITH GRATEFUL CONFIDENCE RAISE THINE EBENEZER, FOR HE WHO HATH HELPED THEE HITHERTO WILL HELP THEE ALL THY JOURNEY THROUGH. WHEN READ IN HEAVEN'S LIGHT, HOW GLORIOUS AND MARVELOUS A PROSPECT WILL THY HITHERTO UNFOLD TO THY GRATEFUL EYE. Stay home. Regular Bible reading is an essential part of the Christian life. In the Holy Scriptures, God has given us everything we need to know for salvation, for spiritual growth, and for the many issues and problems that believers face. However, many Christians do not profit from the Bible as they should because they have no guidance as to how to study it. Several ministers of the Free Presbyterian Church, including Dr. Allen Cairns, produced a brief but very helpful brochure called Ten Commandments of Bible Study, which will help you to gain much blessing from your time in the Holy Scriptures. The method is designed to help believers achieve a comprehensive knowledge of the chapter contents of the Scriptures and to enable them to use that knowledge to guide and quicken them in their personal prayer lives. For a free copy of Ten Commandments of Bible Study, simply email info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. You may call us if you wish at 864 244 2408. That's 864 244 2408. Or if you prefer regular mail, simply write Let the Bible Speak. 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak. 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Increase your knowledge of God's Word by requesting your free copy of Ten Commandments of Bible Study. Today, Dr. Cairns will continue his series of studies in the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, bringing the next portion of the message called Sealed with the Spirit. In the text, Ephesians one thirteen 13b, Paul said, In whom, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. In the first place, this seal places the Spirit's distinctive mark on all believers in Christ. Then it is a seal indicating divine ownership showing that the believer belongs to Christ. Next, the seal is the witness to the believer of God's unchanging love, the solemn pledge of the love which Christ has to his people. Furthermore, the seal of the Holy Spirit is the evidence of the Christian's eternal security in Christ. Now, Dr. Cairns continues this message, sealed with the Spirit.
1: I want to tell you, a man is not a Christian who does not, Not sealed. Because the Holy Spirit, when He seals a believer, will first and foremost make that believer know that this gospel truth is absolutely sure. And then, having made him sure that this is true, having borne witness in his heart that he can stake his life for time and eternity upon this word, having made him understand that this is a Gibraltar rock that will never be moved, and he can put the full weight of his dependence upon it. When he rests in Christ, the Holy Spirit tells this man that he has personally a saving interest in the promises of the gospel. There is an assurance that comes by looking at the Scriptures and saying, the Bible says, Him that cometh to me, I will a new wise cast out. I have come to Christ, therefore he will not cast me out. That is one line of assurance and a very important line. That's the Holy Spirit convincing a man of the truth of the promise. But there is a deeper and uh, therefore more precious line of assurance growing out of that. One great Puritan preacher, Thomas Goodwin, said that that line of assurance that comes from saying, for instance, him that cometh I will in no wise cast out, I came, therefore he will not cast me out. He says that is uh, discursive or We would maybe say instructive. That's based on the instruction of the Word. Very precious. But he says then there is that deeper assurance that he called intuitive. Where the Spirit who wrote that Word comes himself and witnesses to my heart. Not only is this the very truth of God, But you personally have a vital saving interest in the truth of this gospel. The seal of the Spirit then is the assurance and the evidence of divine ownership. What know ye not, says Paul? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are not your own. You are not your own. Much less are you the world's. What a sad thing it is to see people who have the stamp of divine ownership upon them trying to live as if they belonged to this world. You are not your own. Thank God you're not the devils. And you're not the world's. You belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. My, keep that in mind, and it will certainly dictate your life more scripturally and more spiritually than you could other, uh, otherwise do. You belong to Jesus. The third thing that the seal of the Holy Ghost is is the witness of God's unchanging love. Let's turn back to the Song of Solomon. Chapter 8 and verse 6. Now, I'm not going to try and expound the verse. It certainly is a wonderful enough verse. I just want us to get the meaning of the seal in the verse. There's a controversy among the commentators on the Song of Solomon as to whether the speaker here is Christ or the church makes good sense either way so we'll not get into that one but see what it says set me as a seal upon thine heart as a seal upon thine arm for love is strong as death jealousy is cruel as the grief. I well, watch it carefully. The meaning is very simple. When a warrior was traveling abroad to war, or when a businessman was traveling abroad in business, his wife or his betrothed would say, Place me as a seal. Take my image as a seal on your arm, or sometimes on the shoulder, or sometimes worn over the heart. That it will always be before you. That our love may always fill your heart, and you may never break your solemn pledge of love and turn aside illicitly to anyone else. That's the simple meaning. Now, spiritually, there is a seal, and it speaks of love. Unchangeable, unquenchable love. A love that has a divine jealousy in it. A love that is stronger than death and stronger than the grave, and burns with a fire that's more intense than the fire of any earthly burning. The Holy Spirit has sealed the believer. He has sealed the believer unto Christ, and he has sealed Christ unto the believer. And therein you have the bond of immutable, eternal love. This is shown us in another way in the prophet Isaiah and chapter 49. Very famous words of verse 16. Verse 15 will give the context. Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Can that happen? Yes, it's rare, but it does happen. It does happen. They may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Some Hebraists think that uh, this is a reference to an ancient practice of having with punctures in the skin or other means of making a permanent mark Uh, to take the, the name of the Lord or of the law of the Lord and have it stamped upon the palms so that everything a man would go to do he would have that ever before his eyes. This is the picture that the Lord has given. I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Everything I go to do I do with you in mind. Every operation of my almighty power is done with a love for my people ever in my heart. What a statement that is. And then the devil has the downright lying audacity to come to you when you're in a little bit of trouble and say God has forgotten you. No, no, I have grieved thee upon the palms of my hands. The impression the mark of the seal is the witness of eternal love. And the Holy Ghost seals a believer. He tells him that God loves him, and God loves him forever. For what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That leads very naturally to the fourth meaning of the seal. It is the evidence of the eternal security of the believer notice the wording of our text first of all sealed past tense once and for all when God seals something no man and no devil can unseal it you're sealed secondly you're sealed unto the day of redemption. The word unto means for. You're sealed for the day of redemption. It's not merely speaking of a passage of time sealed until that may be taken from it, but the whole idea is when God sees you, He has before His mind the day of redemption. God secures you for the day of redemption. That is the day of the Lord's second coming when all his people enter fully and irrevocably and eternally into the enjoyment of everything that glorified saints can enjoy. God has sealed you for heaven. Now that's the eternal security of the believer. Ephesians 4.30 Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you have been sealed unto the day of redemption. There is your security. Second Timothy 2.19 says The foundation of God standeth sure. Why? Because it has a seal. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. The Lord knows them. The foundation of God is not going to be moved. The people of God are not going to be lost. They are secure. There's a wonderful picture of this over in the last book of the Bible, the book of the Revelation. I'm not getting into the prophetic angle of this this morning at all, but just the the basic spiritual meaning. Revelation 7, speaking of the 12,000 out of each tribe of Israel that will yet be sealed, at the uh, tribulation period. What does it say in verse 3? Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, until we have sealed the servants of our God in their forests. Now look at chapter 9 and verse 4. It was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their hearts. The seal is our security. Now watch it carefully. If you are sealed by the Spirit of God, the wrath of God cannot touch you. But if you are not sealed by the Spirit of God, then the wrath of God will most certainly burn upon you. The seal is our security when we believe in Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit comes to abide within us, yes. But the Holy Spirit seals us. He tells us of the unchangeable love of God for us. And he says, I have the mark of divine ownership upon you. And no power of divine wrath can ever touch you. You're safe for time and for eternity. That's the seal.
0: You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak, the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. We hope you've enjoyed and benefited from today's program. We're here as your servants for Christ's sake. If we can be of any further help to you in the things of the Lord, we invite you to contact us. If you would like to receive our booklet, Separated Unto the Gospel, a booklet that sets forth the beliefs and standards of the Free Presbyterian Church, you may have a copy free of charge, simply for the asking. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Our email address is info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org.